Hi guys, this is Vlad and in this episode I've noticed that we had some technical difficulties with Nathaniel's audio. Um, so I'm really sorry, it's just part of the difficulty of doing this remotely. Hopefully we can get him in in person next time and this shouldn't be an issue in future. I'm really sorry and well, enjoy the episode. What's going on man? How are you? I'm good man. Welcome back to the student cast. I'm here with my my man Nathaniel. Hey, what's up, man? Thanks for having me, man. It's all right. It's all right. How are you doing in this heat? Yeah. <laughs> I am struggling. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. I'm fully struggling in this humidity. Oh. Humidity. No, it's done. The humidity is actually the the, the real killer. I tell you right. what, I've been training, doing my bits, and I've been dying on the daily, man. Like fully dying. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. So, so what about your, uh, what are you doing for your training? Well, because I'm an athlete, like I'm a sprinter. Big so, man. Big man out here. <laughs> uh, it's just a lot of running, to be honest. A lot of running, but you say running, it's like, oh, you just run fast as you can in a straight line. It's more than that, you know? Yeah. Like, there's so many different aspects to it that we've got to constantly work on. Then, obviously, we have gym gym stuff as well and it's all sport specific so mm. it's a lot it is a lot like ahead of a lot. um have you been to the gym like recently since uh, it's open no uh i haven't been to a gym yeah um where i'm at, at the moment where where i'm at where my athletics club is we do have our own like private gym yeah but and it, as it stands at the moment i don't want to really risk it do you know what i mean like yeah it's still being shared by a bunch of other people and athletes, which mm. I wouldn't mind, but I just rather not take the risk. So true. Um, well, I've got I mean, my own gym stuff at home. So that's yeah. what I mean. It's, you have your own stuff at home, so you can you can make do. Whereas yeah. someone like me, I don't have my own gym stuff, so we don't we don't be lifting anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's a struggle, man. It's a struggle. We're gonna be yes. in front of uni looking like a twig. <laughs> <laughs> It's not fair. It's not fair, man. <laughs> no. I mean, you're one of the only people that I know that's um, that's like actually a student athlete. Like, you're everyone else I know is like they're they're part of like societies and stuff. But you're you're really like on on the sports thing. Like, um, yeah. What, so, what is that like for someone who wouldn't know? Like. And how like being at uni and that yeah like how yeah. like like balancing uh, uni and sport and and what happens when you become like this af- student athlete that's for you well first things first the balance is hard like straight up it is hard so um i'm probably training somewhere between i mean just some quick maths in my head um, somewhere between 12 and 20 hours a week. Mm. Like just get, just off the top of my head. Mm. On top of that, obviously, as an engineering student on the same course, um, mm. you know what the workload's like. Yeah. And that workload is insane. So basically, all my free time that I do have off the course goes to my training. So yeah. I basically have zero free time constantly. Mm. Um, which I mean, is a struggle. I mean, we don't we don't even go out 
there's no there's no time for that no there really ain't like imagine this like on a daily so you've got lectures say mm. if they start like nine o'clock in the morning they'll finish at four o'clock yeah in the afternoon and then i have a one hour break uh for, like eat food and then by six o'clock i'm in training and well last year anyway i didn't get back to about 10 o'clock in the evening so that's that was on the daily yeah and then, then there's like for for people who don't who need the money they have to throw in a job on top of that as well oh yeah for sure like i know um people at uni that do have jobs yeah but most people that are athletes most of our most people don't really working full time yeah um because it just generally takes up so much time and yeah. Like you just generally don't have time to have a job, and mm. all your time and money goes into training, um, paying fees for gym, all that stuff, supplements and mm. equipment and diet, which is a fucking killer, as a money wise. But it's hard. But yeah, you just got to plan it out. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. Otherwise, if you don't plan it out, it's such a fine line. You can just either mess up your grades or you're just not performing on your um on your mm. sport yeah i mean doing really well in both is really the, the hard thing oh, i yeah. mean I, I guess you could do well in one and just like ditch the other yeah yeah so i think it was for foundation year mm. um i was okay because a sport at the time took a bit of a break because i was having a series of injuries yeah so I was basically spending a minimal amount of time doing rehab, which I had to do. Yeah. And all my other time just went into studies and foundation year. Mm. And that's basically what got me through in the end. Yeah. Well, for, for people who want to like, um, join a, a sports team, obviously you can only speak on your perspective. Yeah. Um, what, what is it? What is it like? Like the the whole experience from the start day one, like I'm assuming trials and things like that, to where you are now. What, how was that? What is the process? Well, for athletics, mind we didn't really have trials. Okay. Um, basically, we had a induction meeting with a bunch of coaches, mm -hmm. um, and uh, you speak to the coaches and what they offer and all that sort of stuff, and basically you choose on the coach that you wanted to go to. Okay. And um, obviously you'll train with them. And um, basically when it came to competing and for the, for the uni, it wasn't so much of a time trial. Basically you had to, there was a list and basically you've got to put your best performance times down onto the list yeah. in the previous year. Yeah. And basically the best people on that list team. Okay. Um, I changed coaches last year just because yeah. I didn't like the environment, and this year I made a better, better decision, mm. and I'm a lot more comfortable with that, which yeah. is pretty good. But when it comes down to like the societies and stuff, um, for athletics, it's a bit weird because it's not a team sport. It's like a, it's weird. It's it's an individual sport within a team sport, if that makes yeah. sense. We well, you're, you're, team, you're, but... you're team Brunel, but you're all competing for yourself, basically. For yourself, yeah. So, yeah. But with uni, that would be training with on the same team will be competing against, you know. It's, it, 
very different. Mm. Another team like was it rugby, football, American football? It's completely yeah. different. Like the whole process, even like the social side of it is completely different. Yeah. Like you know, probably know what like, the rugby and American football guys are like just from. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the <laughs> rugby. The thing is, right? I obviously came to the UK in 2012, and yeah. um, in Ireland, where, where I lived, we didn't have rugby. Really, it wasn't really a big sport. Really? Uh, no, not you even really. Have a national not, team and all that. Yeah, I know, but it wasn't a big sport in school. Um, oh, guess, yeah. It was. It was just mainly football. Like, was yeah, was yeah. the biggest sport, and a couple others, but that was. Uh, that was the main stuff. Rugby wasn't that popular. And I came here and I always thought when I imagine rugby, rugby people, I think of these like just big gay or not gay (laughs) camp, like that kind of person. That's how I always imagine rugby people. I didn't, I never saw a rugby person as a lad like that. That didn't cross my mind. And then I come to uni. Apparently all these rugby lads are just shagging 24 seven. I'm just like, what? God damn. It is true. Like, lad in rugby. I used to play yeah. for a rugby team from um, back in my secondary school. Yeah. Uh, I played them, I was playing with them for, I think it was a year, two years, and I had to dip because I can't like, lad culture was funny, mm. but it was just too much, man. It was yeah. too, too much. Like, borderline side of just dodgy, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I've, they usually get all the stick for being a bit dodgy and, uh, uh, yeah, I've I've heard, I've heard stories of rugby lads just being a bit dodgy uh, when it comes to that kind of stuff. But they still, I don't I don't get it. Like rugby isn't even the like biggest or hardest man sport there is. Like, yeah. if if you play football, you're more of a you're more likely to be famous and have more money. And if you're let's say a fighter, um, you're way harder than a rugby lad. Like that is true any day. That's true. But I mean, is... like, on professional top level, some of the rugby guys that they, they just put like broken arms and head bleeding, and they just don't care. Yeah, but I, I'd still, I'd still have John Jones fuck them all up. <laughs> I just there, you know, without a fight. Make... Yeah, have an exhibition match. John <laughs> Jones right versus now. John Jones versus any other athlete in a non-combat <laughs> sport. Just to be fair, he'll be attending funerals if that was the case. Yeah, might as well just come in like the Undertaker, bring in the coffin. <laughs> Resurrect. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. What do you think of um, like combat sports? Combat sports. So obviously, combat. Well, do you mean like rugby, or do you mean more like fighting? No, no, like I mean MMA. fighting, fighting, fighting sports. MMA. I'd consider that combat. I like watching it, but never do it myself that made sense um have you ever tried it uh, no 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 hell no if i ever probably tried it i'll probably end up coming first you know what i mean yeah um i have no real fighting experience like, i've never in my entire life gotten a fight ever mm. it's that experience but watching yeah. on the other hand i would get hyped so much about it like I remember mm. watching um, like some of the MMA fights, some of the um, boxing fights. Like, yeah, it's crazy. I remember the AJ Klitschko fight, and when he hit that mm. uppercut and his 
Klitschko's neck just went flying back. Whew. God. That was... I think... I, I definitely think um, fighting sports are probably the the best sport for mm. uh, for kids especially. Oh yeah, right. sure. I'm I'm a hundred percent believer in it, in getting your son into or daughter doesn't matter um, into a combat sport, whatever it, or martial art, whatever it may be, uh, from a young age because it's so good at teaching um, discipline. And, yeah, yeah. and learning that if you don't if you if you don't watch your mouth you're just gonna get punched or kicked in the head oh literally like, so much discipline like um self-defense as well because you never mm-hmm. know you could be going down the street in middle yeah. of london and some dodgy guy comes up to you and just like just like touches you on the shoulder tries to pull you down an alley or something you can just smash him up yeah. basically yeah um, then there's the the flip side to that it's like um some people when they when they do train especially when uh they think they've done it for a while and maybe they do it at like uh, a team because not all like clubs and places are created equal some are better than others and some really aren't some give away belts like they're free and some you really have to work for every single one and it's more the ones that are just giving them away that these people who get them they're getting this like false sense of security and think that they know everything yeah uh, I didn't act hard to their head. Yeah, they get to the, they get this ego like, oh, I've got a black belt, and you're like, listen, first of all, it's not the same thing, and second of all, even if you do one martial art, it doesn't mean, say, if you're a boxer, someone does a like a uh, a double leg, like shoots for a double leg, you don't know what the fuck you're gonna do. Yeah, exactly. But be going into their gym, walking around like Conor McGregor before he got mm. humbled, like you know that little walk. <laughs> yeah the the billion dollar walk literally they'll be walking like that into the gym and then they go to spar someone and they just get slapped because they just think they're yeah they're the dog's bollocks but you've got to learn either way i think but yeah. it's that i also feel fighting sports as well like so beneficial in say like rougher rougher parts of like the country where mm-hmm. it like, pulls kids out of the street and mm-hmm. stuff like that these kids they struggle with home life they struggle mm. with everyday life and it's just kind of their escape yeah it's it's an outlet for sure oh yeah for sure for sure it's a and yeah, go. yeah it, it just saves kids on the daily i think because otherwise some of these kids will just be going out and they'll just be getting themselves in trouble do you, mm. do you know what i mean like um yeah it's but it has it has it definitely has its positives and it has its negatives in some yeah. sense but but that's like the same with everything. I mean, yeah, true. You're not gonna you're not gonna get pure positives for absolutely everything. But I do think that that combat sports, especially, I th- I think boxing is my favorite. I haven't personally trained boxing. I have I have trained um, other martial arts, but uh, for a long time as well. And I did, I was never the person to to go and boast or talk about. It. I just like like to keep it quiet. But I knew people who did the opposite. Yeah. And it really like pissed me off. Just like shut the fuck up. Like, why do you? <laughs> why do you think you're you're harder than everyone? But I think boxing definitely for young kids is a great great way to teach them discipline. And then I'd also say jujitsu. They'd be probably my two essentials. Oh yeah, for sure. So next time I see you, there's a couple couple of kids in the future. I fully well expect if I square up to them, they're just gonna bang yeah. me up. 
definitely. <laughs> it's a roundhouse yeah. kick into the face. My kids are definitely going <laughs> to fuck people up. <laughs> just street fire shit. Exactly. Just roll like a little squad. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Oh, see that. for sure, for sure. Um, do you remember the the varsity at Brunel? Not this oh, year, God, but the year before year. that. Oh God, yeah, that was <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah. Um, so for context, um, varsity. What uh, varsity is basically like a like a derby match or something where it's the it's the rival university and you you play them at every sport i'm pretty sure right um yeah, correct okay. me if i'm wrong you pretty play much. them at pretty much every sport uh, on the day um people get absolutely pissed and one year they come to your um your university and the next year you go to theirs so it goes back and forth so you have loads of people coming in so if it's that's what varsity is i did not even know what it was and, uh, until i came to uni but the year first year I have never seen so many people day drinking in my life. In like, literally seven o'clock in the morning, they'll be already yeah. cracking up that the first one, like. Yeah, like because we had lectures that yeah. that day. I remember, um, and I know a lot of people didn't, but I remember seeing just everyone on the quad, um, just drinking, absolutely getting hammered, and it was like eight o'clock. It's like go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> you never see me up that early in the morning, let alone day no. drinking that early. I mean, Go I have down. drank early, but that was only on a flight to Malia. And I was like, we were, get, we were getting I, I, a I, breakfast yeah. at 5am. And I was like, let me get a pint. A hard man. Big pint. Literally. But, but I remember in varsity, what was it? The amount of fights yeah. that were going around campus. Yeah. Like, the rivalry was crazy. I think... I'm not sure if he was in the library at the same time at two different points. Yeah. Do you remember that big fight outside yeah. the library? I was literally going to talk about that. It's <laughs> like um, outside the library, uh, you could, everyone could see. And there was just this massive group of people. And just out of nowhere, people just start like swinging. I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> people are just having a fight or like yeah. loads of them. Someone, someone got KO'd. Oh, right, someone's someone, on the floor. Someone was on the floor. Like hopefully it's all right, but it was just middle of the day. People just decided, you know what, let's have a fight. And the thing not? is, that wasn't the only one around campus, from what I heard as well. Like, really, there was yeah, no, there was so because obviously day drinking that early, and then mm. people the rivalry of sports and that anyway, yeah. it's gonna get heated. Mm. But <laughs> there was fights everywhere around campus, and I think the security guys around campus had a hard hard day you know yeah was it um varsity is like their d-day oh my god <laughs> literally is honestly they they have to get prepared they have a morning their morning brief it's like get the artillery ready <laughs> their artillery is nothing because they aren't real police they just hear the whistle and then they just all start charging through campus yeah <laughs> just dispatching all the fires I, I campus security really pissed me off like you're, you're you're not the police so what are you doing literally like, they're so used like yeah purpose but you can't just walk around campus basically over controlling the students you know what i mean there's there's a line yeah and sometimes they they go over that line oh definitely they 
they really push their their boundaries but they're not real people like real people they are real people they're not real police so they can't really charge you with anything yeah that's so they can't true. arrest you or anything you can if they stop you to do anything you could you can just walk away they're security yeah. not not police i so. remember some guy that was um i was walking on the way to lecture and this guy mm. got caught dealing on campus and the security pulled him up and there was literally nothing they could do so they literally had to actual police mm. and basically ratted him out to the actual police and it, it's it's weird man but they don't yeah they they do think they are the real police though they they move like they are <laughs> literally they, they walk around barrogans on campus i can't even lie mm. And they just go into your in your rooms, like no matter what, they have the keys. They can just walk in on you. Like yeah. you, you do nothing wrong. You're just chilling in bed watching Netflix, or God knows what, and then just walking on wank. you. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that would be fucking awkward. Imagine that. They open the door. You're having a wank. You stop for a second, and then you just keep going before they leave. <laughs> <laughs> they just turn them right. They do that Homer, you know, the Homer Simpson meme where they just go back into yeah. the bed. Because like, I am out. Alright, let you finish. Oh, that would be hilarious. So, um, because I want to, I want to know what your perspective was like for um your flat in first, well, first year. I mean, at foundation year, because I think everyone's has a different experience, and I've been in two of my mates' flats regularly. Yeah, and they're both very different. So, I mean, what was your your flat like in in foundations foundation year? I mean, to be honest, my flat was pretty calm. Um, it was there was seven of us, and yeah. to be fair, um, we all clicked pretty much instantly. Yeah, uh, we all got along. It was alright. Um, there was one guy that was just never there. Like I'm pretty sure he dropped out, um, so we never saw him. But okay. initially, it was it was really calm. Mm got along we all vibed but we all minded our own business in those days yeah um as time went on though so like one or two people kind of you know your tensions arise slightly just because you get annoyed of yeah you're living with people i think it's because everyone in the beginning is being all like fake happy because you know you're you're moving in with new people and you don't really yeah. want to tread on any toes straight away you don't want to be the guy that starts beef day one you yeah, just so, walk in walk into the flat what up yeah <laughs> so i think that that's why everyone like always says oh in the beginning it was good and then shit happens so, it's true it's true yeah so what exactly like happened without giving away any names or anything well I, it's just like um like, like listening to your, your old podcast and stuff mm. earlier on it's mm. kind of more of the same stuff like people being dirty and not cleaning up mm. or people just kind of making them one or two here and there that just don't really don't really fit in or slide in to like what you're saying it just like makes question marks but yeah. the dirtiness for sure that was that was annoying i remember going into the kitchen one time and there was food that has probably been there for about two three months and it mm. stank i never went in i didn't go into the kitchen for about three weeks <laughs> i don't blame you <laughs> right as well i was no you walk in oh, like, you fish walk, stinks when it's fresh like, you, you would walk in and 
<laughs> you would you would literally gag straight away. It was dirty. But oh, imagine. The thing is, I don't get why people uh, take uni kitchens as like not your own kitchen. Like people act like it's not their responsibility to clean it when it is. It's like it's your stuff. Why you treat you wouldn't do it at home, right? That's the worst yeah, yeah. thing. You wouldn't do it at home, so why are you doing it here? And this is basically your home for the next uh, nine months or whatever. Literally, like they've got them cleaners that come in. Like that. Yeah, and but they just wipe down the can- counters and empty the bins. They're literally, not. that's all they do. And the people in the flat are like, "We've got cleaners. We don't have to clean." Like, I feel I lucky feel sorry for them because the stuff they have to walk in on sometimes, like yeah. They have it hard, man. They're easily, hands down, probably the most hardest working people on campus. Hands down. Yeah. I um, definitely think so. Oh, the post people. Oh, the, yeah, the true, the post people. Yeah, the post people, bang it. I love the post people. Um, uh, I was going to say, um, yeah, the, the cleaners, um, I've been both my mates' flats, I'm pretty sure I remember, that the kitchens were so bad that they yeah. got le- left a letter saying, <laughs> if you don't clean it, you're gonna get evicted or some shit like that. Oh my god! That like is, both that of them. Mean, yeah, same. I think I think if I got that letter, I'd be like, you, I'd be like, you know what? It's cool. I'm I'm packing my bags and leaving because they ain't changing. Like, <laughs> I know my flatmates. They ain't they ain't cleaning for shit. So mm. that's game over. It, like I don't understand people not cleaning, and this is why I'm I'm such an advocate on a. I'm bringing one thing at uni and I've told this to other people and I did it because uh, I was like, oh, I'm not going to have any friends over. So I brought one plate, one bowl, <laughs> one fork, one spoon. Right. So it was yeah. either clean or dirty and it was pretty much always clean. It yeah, also yeah. meant I, people couldn't steal my stuff because there's only one left and people won't grab one fork if it's the only one left. Yeah. Like I had one of everything. It meant when people came over, they had to bring their own shit. But... <laughs> just walking up into the, walking up into your flat with like a plate and all. Mm-hmm. People be like, "What the hell are you doing?" I only brought one. Yeah, because I'm. I don't get the. I know lots of people when they start uni and they start buying stuff because you do most most of the time need to get some stuff. Yeah, they yeah. get like a, a whole like plate set. It's just like six plates, six bowls. Like Jesus, why do you need so much like? food food coloring all you're gonna do is you're gonna be too lazy to clean it yeah you're gonna be too lazy to clean it so you're gonna just let it pile up and then you're only gonna use one anyway that you're gonna keep cleaning so might as well just bring one and only clean one every time like how can you have a full like family size like kit yeah you only use one plate like you're just wasting money man i know so many people that did that Come on, use your brain for a second. Yeah. You can save... <laughs> Just borrow one from your house for the year. I'm sure your family can do without one plate. Like your mom's always have like like three different sets. They've got you sorted. Like you break one, they just whip out another one. You break another, yes. they just whip out another one. It's never ending. It's like Mary Poppins and I. Just constantly, just just constantly like piling, the... piling. There's it's some like. like... A mini person in the cupboard just making plates. <laughs> yeah, just some random guy just chilling. Yeah. Just doing all the artwork and shit. One day you walk in in your house and you're just sitting at the dinner table. You all right? <laughs> Who are you? I'm the plate man. <laughs> it's 
be like, ah, oh, it all makes sense. Yeah. But don't get how people, bear in mind, people pay rent for that for their flats. Yeah. So basically, essentially, it is your rent mm. at that time. So why not treat it the same if you were to get your own house off yeah. campus? Right. Me and you both, we both live off campus at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, or last year, and probably did as well. Yeah. And you know, like, it's completely different off campus. Like, you treat your house as if, like, it is uh, my house. It is your, like, you clean it regularly. You, you clean your dishes and all that sort of stuff. It's just a general thing you have to do. Do you know what I mean? Because if someone comes yeah. around and you're living in a dirty house, how do you think that comes across about you? Exactly. But. I also, the, the worst one is when people don't clean their room, right? That's that's even worse than not cleaning the kitchen. Peeve, huh? <laughs> oh, mate, I, I am I am OCD, but then there's some people that really really take it too far in not in being really dirty. I am walking into a person's person's room and you just see underwear everywhere, dirty plates on the side of their room, oh, like bed sheets that have been done in, like. That's, that's, I think that's my biggest pet peeve, right? Is you know when people sleep and their like bed sheet, like yeah, yeah. Their, their sheet comes off the mattress and they don't put it back. Oh. Right. That, that, or they leave without making their bed. It literally takes oh two seconds. God. It really pisses me off. Like, like, like when I'm in a rush, like obviously you have to dash out your house. Yeah. And you don't have time to do your bed. But when you come back and you don't see that clean bed, it makes oh. me sad, man. It, it yeah. breaks my heart. It's like I'm coming. I'm coming back to my room to l- relax, and I want it to be just like set, so I don't have to do anything. I don't want to have to come back to my room and be like, "Oh yeah, now it's time to clean again." Like that's like, not the the move. You've had a long ass day. You've been stressed. You've done your assignments. You've you've maybe done an exam. The last thing you want to do is go back and go go into your room. Exactly. Like, it's dirty. Like, and imagine bringing someone round. Like imagine if you were mm. on a date. And you bring someone around to your room and you completely forget your room. That's game over. Like you're never speaking to them ever again in your entire life. The thing is, I know people that have done that and they've still shagged. Like what? Yeah. I know people that have had dirty rooms and uh and they've still shagged and brought people back. Like I think people are just so desperate to fuck at uni. Oh word, that it's it's like that at uni I've it's at home. At uni, at uni, everyone yeah. just wants to fuck, basically. Like, that's just how More it is. Or less. Outside of uni, it's the complete opposite. People want relationships and all that mm. sort of stuff. But when at uni, when people have, like, constantly working and no time, like, the last thing they want to do is spend more time on a person. So they just want to have a quick, yeah. like, almost like a quick, if you want. Exactly. Like, it's, I don't get it. I don't get it. Same. I never understood the the one I stand thing, but fuck it. If if <laughs> if both part if both people want to do it, go ahead. I, I've got nothing against it as long as it's consensual and safe. Yeah, it's good. You're good to go. Like yeah, I mean I've the, never done a one night stand. Never. Same. Like, same. Those people that pick up a pe- person from the club and take them back to their flat, they are dodgy. Like red flags, left, right, and center. I don't get it. Yeah. Right. Oh. That's but, a serial killer vibes. <laughs> God, seeing that person ever again in your entire life. No. 
Say goodbye to your, say goodbye to your friends, your family. Mm. I'll tell you what, what though, like, yeah. um, being at uni and stuff like that, obviously, like, um, with the side of, like, mental health and all that sort of stuff, it's, it's a big deal, like, uni mm. students with mental health, that sort of stuff, like, how have you found that? Like, actually, like from me to you, and obviously people listening. Mm. I mean, it's, for, for uni itself, I, I've been pretty calm like yeah, yeah like uni isn't really the thing that that affects me personally it's all the other shit like i'm i'm good when it comes to to like uni life um when managing assignments and workload yeah, yeah. and that kind of stuff like uh i've always been calm with that it's just other stuff that that's outside of my control and that kind of shit that's that's the stuff that that affects me the most yeah and yeah. uh and i know it affects a lot of people and it's and it's this big change for everyone where, where they're going from from school where every, everything's just fed to them, like do this, do this, do this, do this. And then you're kind of just thrown in the middle of the ocean at uni and it's like, this is what you have to do and then figure it out. And a lot oh, yeah. of people don't really um, know how to figure it out or don't understand that. I mean, I... I prefer that because I prefer doing it my way, and that's why yeah, I yeah. never I never did well in school because I didn't like doing it that way. I, I mean, like definitely being way. definitely since I've known you, like I've known you for a fact that like, you're one of the most like not maybe one of the most organized, but you do your things really really well. Like you have your own systems and shit when it comes to mm-hmm. like revision, taking notes. Um, just like the way of living and that as well like Mm -hmm. you can tell like you're one of them people that doesn't like living the same life as everyone else you know what i mean following the same same road i like i like doing doing my own thing and figuring things out and and i i like figuring things out early like Yeah, yeah like things things um that a lot of people just forget or don't think about when they're like 17 like uh, I've been working since I was 16. Like as soon as I got my national insurance number, I was like, okay, I guess it's time to, time to work. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then later on, I took out my um, first credit card straight away at 18 to build credit score for later on in life, even if I didn't use it. Now I've got a bunch of credit cards. Um, uh, I've learned how to use those, all taught by myself. I manage my own money using yeah, yeah. spreadsheets I've made like from uh to help me do all that kind of stuff that you wouldn't do because like those spreadsheets man i love them i love when you say yeah. over them spreadsheets it makes my day like i love them. yeah i love it i mean i love spreadsheets as well that's why i always make them <laughs> they're so much fun and they're so useful like all the time literally all right guys if you're listening right now vlad's biggest story is him and spreadsheets go to yeah. him and mention a spreadsheet like you, you'll talk, talk and talk forever. Yeah, it's it's it literally is the best thing. But no one ever wants to learn about it or learns about it like way later. Yeah, like true. No one, no one's building spreadsheets for personal finance at eighteen. No, that is so true. That is so true. Especially being like with us, we're engineering students. Like spreadsheets are basically one of the main things that we use, mm. apart from like MATLAB and yeah. Uh, and all that sort of stuff like spreadsheets when it comes to data analytics and all that sort mm-hmm. of stuff it is it is clutch. Like, i remember in foundation we had that assignment when it came to spreadsheets yeah. 
and so many people on um, that course, including myself, and you was there. You was done within the first two days. Oh, I finished. I finished within fifteen minutes. I was just spending two days just like making it look nice. <laughs> doing all the color coordination. I'm yeah. gonna make this one light blue. I'm gonna make this one a slightly lighter shade of blue. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, I and I just did it because I know how to do it, and I've been doing it for so long. Yeah. Was, and I'm so I was because I've been like in it so deep, and I've been around because I did ITA level as well. I've been around people who've been doing it and know it really well. So when I came to uni, I kind of expected for some reason that everyone knew it as well. Yeah, and yeah. I and when we did that spreadsheet task, I was like, really? We're gonna do spreadsheets for for what? engineering? Like, does Sorry, ever... I keep paying nine grand to do a spreadsheet that I did yeah. when I was in year ten. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I've done way harder than this. Am I really okay? And then I, when I talked to everyone else, I realized like, oh shit, wait, not everyone learned how to do like advanced data manipulation on Excel. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, ah, that makes sense. So I, I helped out a bunch of people, taught them how to use uh, yeah, spreadsheets yeah. and make it really quick and easy because people got stuck um, like doing loads of manual inputs. And I'm like, Excel's made to be quick. You shouldn't be spending that much time doing things manually. If you're doing things manually in Excel, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, definitely. So I think the foundation here as well, because that's when we had that assignment. Mm -hmm. Like there was different areas obviously because that's what a foundation course is for it's to fill yeah. the gaps mm -hmm. and um for me it was mainly the math side of it because i didn't take math a maths a levels yeah i mean i did for two weeks and i was like but that and i did and then um and then other people it the it side of it mm. and i don't know about you what what you um was doing. for me it was the it was the it was the physics Oh, Definitely, because yeah, yeah. uh, uh, I missed out on a lot of learning in school. I had no teachers and all kinds of shambles oh, from day. Yeah, A-levels yeah. and all that sort of thing. It was, yeah, no, just, that's, that's just not, that gives me PTSD. <laughs> no, but uh, it's, it's important because A-levels are, they're so overrated. They are. But, you don't, but you don't realize how much you, you rely on them and how much you can get out of it if you do well. Like, yeah, I think like they are overrated and the stress side of it is so it's put onto you for too much like it's too much hmm. like the, the stress that the teachers put on you um, maybe even your family puts on you like also even society just puts on you A levels like getting into uni relies on A levels getting a job in the future also relies on A levels Yeah, and you do these exams and stuff like that the amount of times or people that I know in year 13 that were struggling mentally because mm -hmm. like it burned them out. Yeah. I know people that, that literally just left because A-levels were too much stress and they couldn't, they couldn't deal with it. And, oh, it's, yeah. and it's a bit ridiculous that, that we're having this even uh, conversation that 18-year-olds, um, no, 16 to 18-year-olds have to first decide three subjects that they want to do which dictate the, <laughs> the rest, rest of, of their life. life pretty much right it's pretty difficult to to switch unless you go for very generalist subjects it's like you've still got another 40 50 60 like we don't know when we're gonna die like but mm. you've got and the majority of your life remaining and you can't just dictate your life at that early do you know what i mean like, yeah you never know, you could just have a lane switch halfway through your life and you just completely yeah. go in the opposite direction. 
then again, it's like if I realized how much I could get out of uh, doing well in A levels, I might, I probably would have tried harder. Yeah. Um, like realizing that you can, the the one that that if you just want straight up like like materialistic motivation is most universities per A. So that could be um, an A minus. I can't remember how they do it in A levels anymore. Basically, and any A's they give you a thousand pounds per A. So if you do three, you what? get three grand. Right, what? Brunel Brunel does that as well. What? Yeah, <laughs> I swear. I never knew. Yeah, that. most universities do it, and I didn't know that. And it's like if you really want any kind of motivation, do just that. do well for two years, and you get three grand. Right, Honestly. straight up. A lot. Most unis doing not all though. So you have to have a look around. Then there's also the scholarships for first mm. years. Mm. Yeah, which are I just know a lot of people that want them. Yeah, there's some. It doesn't have to be um, proper scholarship and bursaries. There's so many ways to get like money of doing well at A levels that it's actually worth it financially to it put is. your time into A levels. Then there's also like you just have options. So if you if you want to do a different job later on in life, um, having good A levels just gives you that like a little bit more freedom to yeah, to switch. So if you get three A's in maths, physics, and uh, further maths, let's say. Someone, if you want to go into like a biology degree, they'll probably let you because you did so well in these ones. Yeah, you, yeah. you should be fine. It, you'll just learn it yourself. Literally, I, I remember in A-levels as well that I found that the grades that you mainly got, even though you obviously had to go study yourself yeah. and all that sort of stuff, but the grades that you got was mainly dictated by your teachers and mm-hmm. what, their, what their teaching ability was. Yeah. Like, I remember like the reason why I dropped out of maths in A-levels is basically my maths teacher was like, because um, I got a, a high AB in GCSEs. Yeah. And he was just like, uh, he pulled me aside in A-level maths. And he was like, yeah, I looked at your um, your maths score. Basically, um, if you're not going to drop out, I'm going to basically um, just not let you carry on the course because statistically, if you look at the things, you're not going to do well. I went and did yeah. a foundation degree and I passed maths and I got a pretty decent grade in foundation maths, which basically I, I found is probably harder than A-levels. It is, it is. And I was just like, you know what? Like, there's so many teachers out there that just give false hopes to, mm-hmm. to, to students, A-level students and all that sort of stuff. And it, it does affect them like, in their yeah. future. It's, it's deep to think about it. Like, I also in GCSE had a biology teacher. And he was such a nice guy. Like he was a legend, like hands down. But um, what is it like? Before when I had that biology, then at that time I wanted to be a physiotherapist, mm-hmm. and I lo- I like biology. But the fact is, he was he was not there for about sixty percent of my lessons, yeah. Because he was on maternity leave because obviously his wife just had a kid, mm-hmm. and because he literally like the amount of times we just sat in there and lessons and we had another teacher, like it was. Like, and basically because of that, I didn't didn't pursue biology in A levels. Didn't do, um, and basically I had to completely change switch on what I wanted to do. And yeah, and it it, yeah. it generally does change your future. It's really crazy to think about that. Exactly, um, I've had like that experience. I mean, the the first red flag was the first day of physics A level. Our <sighs> lesson got cancelled because the teacher wasn't there. Yeah, I mean. Like day one, you're not even here, and that's basically how it was for the entire two years. I think we um, had a teacher that's... for maybe twenty percent of the time, and even that twenty percent, 
it was one of the guys he came in and he even told us he was like i'm not here to really teach i'm just using this place for the money and i'm going to start my own business because they're paying him loads of money because the school was desperate and what yeah and that's the best they could do and so us getting really shit a levels was really not down to us then people say oh you could have learned it yourself but school isn't designed for that kind of independent learning it's it's so built on the teacher tells you this remember this yeah and then when you have to learn it yourself at age 16 and you don't really know how to learn like any other way yeah yeah what what are you supposed to do you can't blame the the student for not understanding how to like independently learn because they've never had to do that before it's the it's failure of the fault. system and the teachers yeah the whole school system's fucked the list is fucked it literally is like i remember um like oh, i think it was in first year of physics one of my teachers left and then um we got a new teacher and this this teacher she was smart like as in like she Cern smart, right? Yeah. But she was the deadest and worst teacher I've ever had in my history mm. of my life. Like she did not know how to teach. Yeah. Like imagine is socially quiet, doesn't talk, she just gets overpowered instantly. Um and she didn't even know how to portray information. It was basically oh, the book, read the book, answer the questions. Like I can do that at my own time. Exactly. I mean, a lot of people, they go into teaching, but they don't really have a passion for teaching and, or they just, they just can't like share their knowledge, like effectively, Mm, like, and I think because no one wants to be a teacher and I don't blame anyone. Why would you, you can do a career with way, way more money, less stress, and your job isn't dependent on how other people do yeah like if you do, if your whole class fails um for whatever reason it's your fault it's, it's, it's not theirs. yeah yeah the honest is on you so why would anyone pursue teaching anymore when there's there's no incentive the only incentive i can think of is holidays but most companies give you 30 days holiday anyway oh, yeah. and then you get bank holiday well yeah most they'll give you 30 days and then they'll add bank holidays especially if you've got a decent job so you're getting loads of holiday and um and uh, it's not as much as a teacher, but fuck me. If you're <laughs> getting like three times the money, I don't, I don't see why you would even pursue it. And that's yeah, why, that's why there's such a shortage of good teachers. There's a shortage of teachers and there's even more of a shortage of good ones. Like, that's so true. That, but it's, it's crazy to think about that. But I remember me in the conversation some time ago, walking back from campus saying that I pursue careers and all that sort of stuff. And then when we, <laughs> retiring from that maybe go to the schooling system just because yeah. we there's a bunch of bad teachers out there and yeah we can do literally. what we want to do to yeah. help like i'd love to i'd love to be i'd only ever teach maths though because oh, teaching yeah. any other subject physics would be cool but trying to get um young people who aren't interested in physics interested in physics is really really hard yeah really hard. it's I really hard like year seven to seven to nine maybe at the start of gcse's like physics around then it's just it's just pointless like yeah it, you, you it don't, seems you don't so really boring. understand it yeah it's so because physics especially it's so difficult to teach it simply like there's not much you can teach to a to a 13 year old about physics like without getting deep into the the more complicated stuff but 
the mechanics to a 14 yeah. year old and you it's like, <laughs> scare it's for like, life. <laughs> it's like you're, you're scaring them and you're not getting them interested in and then all the fun like experiments you can't do in schools because you know it's not safe or whatever oh, like yeah. you can't get them um, it's it's difficult to be excited or interested about physics without already being excited like my physics teachers i don't think in year seven to ten could could get me interested in science because i was like this is just fucking boring yeah but so now true. when we're doing at university i love the physics I, it's so interesting yeah. um and i'm happy to learn about it i'm happy with my course choice it's just in school i couldn't i would never see myself doing this like oh hands down like i said to my parents i think it was at the end of foundation start of the first year unless she said to them never in a million years would i think i'll be doing the stuff that i'm doing now if i was if, if i was looking at myself yeah year 10 or something like that like it is crazy to think for like the difference between school like standard school to sixth form to university those jumps between mm. the two gaps they're just insane yeah i think the the worst jump is gcse tailors i oh, think there is it is so awful in how they transition you it is disgusting and it it needs to be changed the whole school system needs to be changed it's been, it's the same system Honestly. that's been taught since like the 1900s right i guess they don't yeah. beat children anymore but you know <laughs> that's about it the, the same the teaching methods and everything they're the same and they're outdated and it needs an overhaul completely but it's yeah, not yeah. a priority in any way and uh and teaching is just awful like you can't expect someone who whose question on their gcse exam was area force mass what is the equation that links those three yeah, right? yeah one mark to being like oh this the bearing of this ship is going in this direction please work out the speed yeah. for one mark as well like within two it's years crazy. how how are they supposed to transition to that it's it's not know, fair like, like i remember was it um the jump i remember having my first lessons in chemistry and physics and the teachers turned around and was like all right guys whatever you learn in gcse is a we're starting from scratch. They yeah. literally said that word for word. Everything you know in GCSEs about the truth about physics and the stuff you learn in chemistry, it's it's just wrong because why? It's simplified. Yeah, like it's overly versions, simplified. Yeah, the, the the true versions are too complicated for young people to understand. Yeah, and even in the attitude as well completely changes. Like before, like after GCSEs, the teachers are like they're like folks saying i can't be asked for this this is so boring but that when it comes to a levels you can actually tell they've got interested interest in it so it kind of mm. like it portrays in their teaching as well yeah well that's for the good ones or the ones that actually turn up yeah, yeah. i mean i mean maths was a was a big jump as well for me uh i did really well in um in gcse maths i mean i i came to sit down for my gcse maths exam like being confident and cocky that I was getting at least an A, possibly a hundred percent. I knew yeah. it, like I was gonna bang it out, and I've had fun. Like I enjoyed doing that maths test because I was so well prepared for it, and there was nothing they could do throw in yeah, to, yeah. to to spoof me. And I came into A level, and uh, first of all, they were like, "Okay, we're already behind. You need to do <laughs> the first two chapters on your own in two weeks, right?" And I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, you, that, that's the foundation of your knowledge. And we're starting from chapter three. I was like, what? What do you mean? 
Um, <laughs> and then in the beginning, I struggled like a lot. And I remember because yeah, yeah. our parents' evening was pretty early on. I want to say it was like November time um, for school. And it was early on. And, and my teacher, he was like, because I've had him before and he knows, he knew me as a student. He was like, uh, uh, you were really struggling in the beginning. Uh, you like the jump was massive and then obviously I got like quickly adjusted to it and I managed to get a grip and and do well in the end I'd still had to reset and I still got a shit like a C in maths A level but the yeah. jump and if you can't adjust to that like it's it's just too hard like I don't blame anyone for doing shit in the A levels because they're just they're harder than university work but oh, hands down hands down like university everyone thinks it's going to be harder it's not no it's like <laughs> you literally everyone's like oh my god the a levels are so hard like when i get to uni it's going to be even harder i'm not going to be able to cope with it once you go to uni because you're doing what you want to do yeah. and you're learning the stuff you want to and stuff and plus you're spending the majority of on one subject with a couple of modules underneath it rather than three different subjects Mm. it's just so much easier because they're all related and it's also the fact that all the resources are there ready there's no tricking there's no uh like hiding and there's no like trying to trip you up like yeah, yeah, and yeah. there is an a levels i feel like a levels are just like trying to see who's going to fail whereas university is pushing to get as many people to pass and do well as possible they're yeah, really there to help and to try get you the best grade possible Whereas A-levels, I didn't feel like anyone was helping me. I feel like I, it was me versus everyone else. Everyone else, yeah, that is that is true. I can't argue with that. That is dead on, dead on the money, like. But it's crazy to think about it. It really yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the fact that I'm doing so well now um, from how I was doing at uh, A-levels baffles me. And I think it was that foundation year being that, like, this is my life raft. If I don't fucking, uh, if I don't do well, I'm done. Like, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, I don't know what I'm going to do with the rest of my life because I, my whole plan was, oh, go to uni, finish uni, like the, get work, again, do stuff in the in the middle. But like that was like my focus. And yeah, then yeah. if that wasn't going to happen, I was fucked. I didn't yeah. know what I was going to do with my life after that. And uh, I think foundation year because so many people get discouraged because it's like a foundation year like it's not a real thing but it is literally, it was the best thing that happened to me was this foundation year people listening right now if you're looking at university courses like if you're a student and you're about to get your grades like good luck i hope you you do well but like right now and you have the choice of either going on to say a master's on your course with high grades or doing a foundation do the foundation hands down like it, is, the it might be an extra year of your life and it might be a tiny bit more money but it's not that much but it is honestly it is the clutchest thing and probably the you could probably do yeah hands you down. come into first year so much more more prepared um you're somewhat you're ready not even just in like the like the course it's also the the little things like understanding the the website and the submission like ways and all that kind yeah, of stuff yeah. knowing where buildings are and uh, all those little things yeah, that you, you don't want to waste time yeah you don't want to waste time doing that stuff in first year like it's a it's just extra hassle that you don't need you want to just be like assignment work done 
yeah. then you can do everything else. But then there's, I think a lot of people uh, overestimate how much time you spend on doing work at uni. Because yeah, there is a lot of work to be done, especially for someone doing engineering. We have a lot of stuff to be done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there is a lot of free time. Like there is a lot of free time in the day. That is true. A sport like me, and then you're completely fucked. <laughs> yeah, but for, for most people, there's a lot of free time, and I'm and I think everyone at uni should uh, should take some chances because when you're young, mm. if you take any chance doing whatever, um, start a podcast. <laughs> yes, sir. Do, uh, start a YouTube channel. I don't know. Um, join a club. Uh, learn how to invest some money. Uh, Honestly, you can take so all these. Can do. Yeah, there's so much you can do and learn uh, in addition to it. So don't waste that time. Obviously, do your work, but make sure you, you capitalize on everything you can at uni because there is so much opportunity Literally. and so much free time to do. Like, you're never going to get that much free time in your life again, I don't think, especially with work and things. Mm. Yeah, that is true. That is true. I remember the end of like GCSE and A-level is like oh you're going to have the best summer of your life sort of thing like you've got this all oh, you've got to have so much time you get to uni and you have even a, you have an even longer summer like yeah. you, you even get like um, weeks in amount of um, holiday breaks as well oh and... we get like for Christmas we get a month yeah uh, for Easter we get three weeks three weeks it's, it's jokes like and obviously free time as well like there's some people that I know at uni that are on courses that aren't as strenuous as any they literally have two lectures a week or something done like that. They have yeah. so much free time, like so yeah. much, like use it. Mate, take risks, take chances, like try something. Like I think uh, everyone wants, always seems to have these ideas of, of things they want to try and do. Uh, and I think, especially in summer holidays for uni, you have so much free time. Even if you're working, you've got so much free time, might as well maximize it and might oh, as yeah. well do everything. I think that's the the best possible advice that I could give it someone who's about to start uni is just just go for it, just take risks, do it. Obviously, don't like jump off a building and try hope you land on like a canopy or something. That's the <laughs> wrong kind of risk. <laughs> but uh, take risks, try stuff because you're yeah. gonna have so much free time and and enjoy it because these are literally the best moments of your life. You're gonna savor them forever. It's in the sports side of it, like doing a sport that you'll never be able to do, like, mm -hmm. like at all. Like, there is so many sports at university. And, yeah, there's way more. And I know so many people at university are like, oh, I'm just going to try this out for fun, like, and yeah. see what it's like. And they end up, like, enjoying it to, to bits. Like, they make friends, like, there's a whole society, like, and yeah. even some people, like, they finish uni after playing and they find out that enough to do it as a proper thing like it's yeah. really weird to think like there's some American football team I'm pretty sure that have um, tried out American football for the first time at uni and then by the end of uni they're um, being looked at by um, scouts for NFL teams and stuff like it, it's no joke like yeah it's it's crazy and most of the time especially for uni it's free oh yeah 100% free it's like not all of them, but even if they are the most of them, they only have like a like a ten pound membership fee for the whole year or whatever. Yeah, and all of that, and pretty much all of that money goes back into the university clubs. Like it's not like the unis 
profiting off that yeah. it gets spread out to the different societies and and makes those all better so it's not like you're feeding the the university but yeah it's, that's a society uh, own. they have to fund themselves like the amount of time you walk around campus and you see cake sales and stuff just to try and yeah money yeah but, and it, it's it's this community spirit and uh, for people that are so like you that i think everyone should get into as many societies and try as many as possible if you don't like oh, it yeah. you don't have to go again oh literally like, like you don't as soon as you're signed up you're not forced to carry on going it, it is your choice if you don't yeah. show up you understand like it's not really cool <laughs> it's not your mum telling you you have to you have to <laughs> learn how to go to your swimming lessons anymore you're you're a fully grown adult now you can make your own life choices literally it's it's the contrast of independence and doing what you want to do and all that sort of stuff it's really crazy but like when it came to sports on my behalf i already did athletics beforehand mm-hmm. like i made that thing like oh this is what i want to do when i was young like not yeah. young but like i played football first and then obviously i did sports like um secondary school playing rugby and whatever but i think it was like when i was the end of GCSE six one was like oh, okay this is what I want to do because yeah. I enjoyed it and then I just carried him through into into uni mm. and like honestly if someone asked me do I regret just making that choice early I'll say no like because it's mm. fun like you make so many friends and communities and going to communities on the way and like you probably will remember for quite a long time like mm. it's Right, you just do it. Yeah, I think that's a great place to end it there. Yeah, man. I mean, it's been it's been great having you on. Hopefully, you'll be welcome. You're welcome to come back at any point. Yeah, man. When when I'm back over in West London, let's meet up, chill out. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And uh, and make make sure everyone uh, follow follow me on Instagram. Follow Nathaniel on Instagram. I'm gonna I'm gonna add him in the in the preview for this on, on my page um, and send us any kind of questions you might like, 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 and subscribe, rate us on Apple podcasts as well. And uh, I'll catch you on the next one. Thanks.